You just missed a home run. I missed out on an incredible deal you were offering at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. It just started. You can get beautiful Pella windows and pay no interest for four years. Visit PellaWI.com. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is the Jeff Wagner Show. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open now. Give us a call at 855-616-1620. And now, WTMJ's Jeff Wagner. Good afternoon, Wisconsin. Welcome to the show. Boy, a lot of stuff going on today. Only a 30-minute show because we've got Milwaukee Brewers baseball coming up at 1235 as I was mentioning earlier, what a good game. Just what a good game. I was at the ball game last night, stayed till the end. It was one of those back-and-forth games, lots of scoring, some really, really good plays. And at the end of the day, the Brewers win in the bottom of the ninth inning with a sacrifice fly that scores the winning run. It, it, was, just, it was just a lot of fun. And one of the things that I particularly enjoyed, Minnesota travels well. A lot of Twins fans were in the stadium. And sitting two rows behind me was... Well, it was one of these leather-lunged guys who would have fit in very, very well at Cubs games if he were a Cubs fan. You know, one of these guys that was loud, and the, the game started off, the first batter hit a home run, and he was loud, and he was cocky, and then the Brewers came back, and they took the lead, and then he was quiet, and then the Twins came back, and they took the lead, and then he was loud again. And so it was particularly fun to watch him as, as we walked out, and I, I did stop by, and I thanked him for coming and invited him to come back and continue to spend more money um, at this stadium but you know it was one of those leather lung fans and you're thinking man do you really need to sit there and scream like that but he did so best of all worlds the brewers won i went home happy and this loudmouth twins fan went home unhappy it just it worked out well for everybody all right if you follow me on twitter it's at jeff wagner 620 i've got a couple new postings including a couple that might be somewhat controversial uh monkeypox which is, of course, making the rounds. Got a tweet here. New York City is asking the World Health Organization to call monkeypox something other than monkeypox. Why? Because they say the name is stigmatizing, and it might be encouraging people to not get treatment for it. What? <laughs> All right, that monkeypox looks pretty darn bad. You know, if you get this, but the idea is, well, some people might have monkeypox and they might have the breaking out and all these rashes and things like that, but they might not go into the doctor because they don't want to be told that they have monkeypox. Huh? What's next, that we rename chickenpox? I just ask the question rhetorically. All right, if you were listening to our station earlier in the day, this is, of course, we're coming up on the... The, the primaries, the Republican primary for governor, the Democratic primary for senator, the Republican primary for governor is very, very heated. And if you were listening to our station earlier today and probably during the course of the day, you will hear an anti an, an there, there is a political action committee who is believed to be funded by Michael's supporters. They don't have to say who they are at this point in time. But the belief is it's Tim Michael's supporters that are paying for this. They are running attack ads, some pretty vicious attack ads against Rebecca Clayfish. And, and you heard, you know, those, and you'll, I'm sure, hear them in the course of the day. And that, that's fine. They're welcome to run the ads. I, if you want to understand what is going on here, my sense is 
And what people are telling me is happening in the Republican race is that Clayfish is starting to pull ahead in the race for governor. Now, who knows? It's, it's two weeks. There's a lot of stuff that can happen. And it's, it's very difficult to poll likely voters and things like that. But I'm being told that Clayfish is pulling ahead in the race for governor. And therefore, this is why you see this this anti-Clayfish political action committee, again, that they believe is funded by Michael's supporters, is now running these negative ads against her, and it's why that the Tim Michaels campaign is bringing Trump into Waukesha a, a week from Friday. So it's there's a reason why you do these different things, and it's because I, I think... Again, Clayfish is starting to pull ahead. At least that's what I'm being told. Now, who, I'm not predicting that she's going to win or anything, but that's why I think, especially coming off her debate performance um, the other night, that's what you're starting to see. That the, you know, Michael's campaign is trying to aggressively go after. All right, the other big news of the day, and I sent this out. If you can follow me on Twitter, it's at Jeff Wagner six twenty. Alex Lazary, who is the son of one of the owners of the Milwaukee Bucks, in February of 2021, so we are now here in what late July of 2022, so about a year and a half ago, Alex Lazary announced that he was running for the Democratic nomination to the U.S. Senate for the right to challenge Ron Johnson. Um, the reports are out today that Lazary is going to be having a press conference in about an hour and a half. And the reports are that he is getting out of the race. He's getting out of the race less than two weeks before the election and after early voting has started. So the question becomes, why is he bailing two weeks before the election after spending over $12 million of his own money? Now, I I think the answer is simple. His campaign had never, ever caught on in any sort of meaningful way. The internal polls are showing that Mandela Barnes, lieutenant governor, is pulling ahead. And I, I have I have been saying this, I think, on the radio, and I've also been saying this to people in meetings. I think there is a very good chance that Alex Lazary was going to run third in, in this race. He wasn't going to beat Mandela Barnes. He was going to run third behind State Treasurer Sarah Godlewski, and he just is trying to save face. He wants to try to preserve himself maybe as a viable candidate sometime in the future. And running third would not, well, would kind of brand him as as a loser. And so I think he is trying to avoid that. Our number is 855-616-1620. Here is my question. On on paper, Alex Lasry looks like a great candidate. You know, he's... Tied into the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks won the championship last year. He's got pretty much unlimited finances. He put 12 million bucks of his own money into the, the race. He was, um, I don't know, touting, you know, his ties to the Milwaukee business community, et cetera, et cetera. And the campaign, if these reports are correct, has failed. Why did Lasry, why did Lasry fail to connect? Why would he be bailing now? Why did the campaign not work. 855-616-1620. We discuss in a moment. 855-616-1620. All right. The, the reports are that Alex Lasley, with less than two weeks to go before the election, has he's been running since February of 2021, is going to say he is dropping out of the race. I, I, think, I think it's because his polling 
together with lots of other polling that's out there, is showing that he's not going to beat Mandela Barnes. And I think there's a very good chance that he, he would come in third if he stayed in the race. I think he's trying to sort of save face out of this. Why do you think the Lazary campaign never caught on? Let's start with Jim in Wauwatosa. Hi, Jim. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Good. What what happened? Assuming he's dropping out, what went wrong? Well, I, I, I told your screener, I, I hope there's nothing controversial that's going to surface and rear its ugly head um, because we've seen that so often. But, you know, I just said, I, first of all, I think his lack, lack of experience shows. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he plunges into a Senate race when I thought, you know, you should maybe get your feet wet as an alderman. If you want to give back to the community, everybody loves the Bucks. Like you said, I'm a season ticket holder. And, you know, it just, he seems like a nice enough guy, but I, I, I think his lack of experience shows that he doesn't really have a message. Yeah, no, thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. I think you're, I mean, you're, I think you're on to some stuff here. I'm, I guess, I'm, and I, I've been saying this from the beginning. First of all, it, let, let us be honest. In democratic politics nowadays, a lot of it is identity politics, and you wonder how much room is there for for white males. He's not a person of color. He's not a, a female. So you've you've got that factor number one. Secondly, let us be honest. There is a perception that I think is part of a reality: is the guy is a carpetbagger. Here in Wisconsin, we like people from Wisconsin. That, that's just the, the reality. And if you look back, many of the people, I'm not going to say everybody, but most of the people who have achieved elective office are people who have roots here, not somebody who parachuted in, in the last within the last seven or eight years and wants to be the U.S. senator. Maybe you can find other examples of that, but, but as a general rule, we, we like we we like people who are from Wisconsin, and I, I don't know that he ever got past the idea that he was a carpetbagger. Third, I, I think the Lazary campaign in the beginning they tried to they tried to position themselves as, as Herb Cole, and I'm I'm old enough to remember when Herb Cole first ran for office and the idea would be okay here's this wealthy businessman and we're going to kind of carpet bomb the airways and we're going to spend all this money and that's what that's what what cole did you know he just ran a ton of of ads when he was first running for senate and all and i think that was the same sort of strategy as one of our textures just say though it says lazary tried to be herb cole 2.0 sorry he wasn't cole nor did he connect as cole he needed to come across as a working class person not a connected person um, and, and I think that that's actually there, there's a lot of truth to that. Herb Cole was, uh, again, uh, uh, first of all, Herb Cole from Wisconsin, born and bred in, in Wisconsin. He, he and his family, they had built successful businesses. He was a, a household name. People could relate to the Cole's grocery stores. They could relate to, to all that sort of stuff. And Herb Cole had that track record. Alex Lazary never had that that track record. He was perceived as, and I think the reality was true. He's the son of a really, really rich guy who parachutes into you know Milwaukee, gets a job working you know as the you know for you know the company, the business, the Bucks in this case, the dad owns, and then wants to jump right into the U.S. Senate. There wasn't the experience. There wasn't the depth. Again, I I go back to. If he, in fact, drops out this afternoon and you ask why, it's because he started to realize that $12 million later he couldn't win. And now we don't want to be in this situation where 
oh, gosh and golly, we're um, trying to explain a, a way where this, this went. Now, I don't know if he's going to endorse anybody. Don't know if there's anything like that. But the, the Lasry campaign just did not catch fire, which demonstrates that money is not everything. I mean, Mandela Barnes has been outspent big time by both Lazary and, to a lesser extent, but still by millions of dollars, by Sarah Godlewski, the Wisconsin State Treasurer, who's got a bunch of um, family wealth as well. And, and despite being outspent by millions and millions of dollars, it, it appears that, again, Mandela Barnes is going to be the odds-on favorite to run against Ron Johnson. And that's going to be a whole different story. But it does demonstrate that just because you have money, money in and of itself is not enough to carry the day. Now, maybe all these news reports are wrong, and maybe Alex Lazary is going to have this big press conference and announce that he's you know, like doubling down and he's going to be spending you know, another $12 million. But I think he's probably seeing the handwriting on the wall and making the decision that, no, after running a year and a half, this isn't going anywhere, so it's best to just, I don't know, not have to deal with this loss on Election Day. Jim Ozzy, Jim Ozzy, Jim Ursay, owner and CEO of the NFL's Indianapolis Colts, is bringing items from the Jim Ursay collection, a renowned assemblage of iconic artifacts and rock music, American history and pop culture, to Chicago on August 2nd. That's next Tuesday at the Aeon Grand Ballroom on Navy Pier. It's also going to include a performance by the Jim Ursay Band. I have a pair of tickets to give away. Let's give them to caller number 8. 855-616-1620. Caller number 8 wins a pair of tickets to the Jim Ursay Experience and the show. And Ann Wilson from Heart is going to be there. It's going to be very cool. For official contest rules, visit WTMJ.com. Caller number 8 wins those tickets. We were discussing just a minute ago about you know what, what went wrong with the Lazary campaign. $12 million. And again, we are assuming that these reports are accurate, that he is going to be dropping out of the um, the race two weeks before the election. Here's a text, Jeff. For me, it always seemed to be some. He seemed to be a somewhat spoiled rich kid that wanted a new toy, not having had any real political experience, thinking he could run on uh, the Bucks ticket, supported by unlimited money only. Yeah, I I think that um, you know that's. I think that that's a, a big factor. Now, some people are saying, I, I the thing I remember most about Alex Lazary is that he was the guy that, that jumped in line ahead of all sorts of people to get the, the COVID shot. I, you know, that is what, what a lot of people remember about him. Now, I don't know whether that's fair or, or not to describe it, but th- this it was a very, very aggressive campaign. I will tell you, I got, I received, I would receive on a given day three or four emails from the Lazary campaign touting this or, or that or or the other, including when there was a Marquette University Law School poll that showed that Lazary was narrowing the gap and things like that. I, I was always kind of skeptical about this, and I, I, I did say to you know friends of mine on the other side of the aisle who asked me to kind of assess the race, months and months ago, I said I thought that there was a very, at least a decent chance that not only wouldn't Lazary win, I never believed he was going to win, but I thought that there was a decent chance that he could in fact run third, which is what I think, I mean, I don't know what they'll say today, but if he does drop out, I think the reality is 
you know, you reach a point where, okay, we're, we're not going to win this race and we're not making headway and we're losing ground and we don't want to be embarrassed by, you know, what's going to happen next. So you know, that's, that's one of the things that's going on. Politics just remains fascinating. And if it is true that Lazare is dropping out, I, I think Mandela Barnes becomes the clear cut favorite to challenge Ron Johnson in the fall. And trust me, that's, you're, you're going to, you're going to see a ton of money there, and you could not find two more diametrically opposed candidates than Mandela Barnes and, and Ron Johnson. And the voters in Wisconsin are really going to have, have, have choices to, to make because Mandela Barnes is way, 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 did I say way, 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 way to the left of Joe Biden, and Ron Johnson is way, 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 way to the right of uh, Joe Biden. So voters are going to have an interesting choice to make, and We'll be here to cover it and discuss it. So politics is incredibly interesting at this time of year. Stick around because I guarantee you we will be in a position to discuss it in detail. Follow me on Twitter. It's at Jeff Wagner 620. Lots of new postings. Like I say, an abbreviated program today because we've got an early baseball game. I am back 12 noon tomorrow when we do this all again. 